Well, it's the blue collar philosophers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an intro right there. Oh, two my American brothers out there and sisters and sisters and they's and them's and z's and zers. <laughs> oh wow, you went, you went there. Well, happy happy Independence Day. Yeah, happy yes, Independence it's Day. A day of supreme irony, where people all across from coast to coast pretend that they're not under uh, tyrannical a tyrann- rule. A tyrannical regime that t- taxes you without rep- proper representation. Cheers. And, and to England, um, <laughs> uh, have fun at work, motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, we, oh, we got so many German listeners too. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. Germany yes. did the ah. constantly downloading all da, the time. Du hast. And, and I appreciate all my German Sieg listeners. Hi. Sieg hi. Nine. <laughs> Sorry, I only know, I only, I only know German via Rammstein song titles. <laughs> that and a few Hitler speeches. <laughs> so no, I don't, none of that. It's, it's all Rammstein. <laughs> all right. It's all Rammstein. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys. I know what you're probably thinking. Ugh. These <laughs> Americans. These American fucktards. They think we all listen to Rammstein. Ugh. Ugh. So I slap you. You should come to Germany. We have the whitest snow. The greatest of all snow. It's whiter than all the whites. I'm uh, not going there. Not going there. Not going there. Not again. <laughs> We didn't work. We deleted that part. You should have heard the stuff Devin was saying. Oh. F you. F you, dude. <laughs> mm. With that being said, we're talking about patriotism. <sighs> yeah. But first, I want to talk about Canada Day. How was your Canada Day? You are not a big crowd person. And did you did you do anything for Canada Day here? I know they have the parade. They got yeah, the car show. I, uh, they got the, the this all the stuff in the park. Yeah, for for Canada Day, I drove two hours away and spent two hours measuring and bidding a job for my business, <laughs> and then I had a very nice lunch, and then came home and went to go measure and bid a roof for. Re- redoing somebody's shingles and then I went home and had a nap woke up and watched a movie with my son <laughs> that was Canada Day for me did he go to the parade did he do nope nope <clears throat> <laughs> just fuck the communal town the, the like oh if the it camaraderie if it's not terribly obvious I'm not a very patriotic person <laughs> and there's there was a time in my life where I maybe would have tried to pretend that I am but that's just it would have, it's not real. It's I not ne- real. I, it, I never have been. You never, never like the, I am Canadian. I drink Molson Canadian because it has the word Canadian on it. <laughs> yeah. You don't buy products made by Canadians for Canadians. Pretty much. Like the, the most patriotic I get is in the playoffs, the, the Stanley Cup playoffs and in uh, the Olympics, the Olympics, like world hockey games yeah. and all that stuff. Like if it's, it's sport. and even that it's for hockey, not the other sports. Cause <laughs> that's the only sport that I, nobody want. cares. It's the only, it's jump. the only one I care about as a spectator. And even then marginally. marginally. So like, yeah, for me, patriotism is something that is not a part of my psyche. I'm grateful that I live in a country such as Canada. I know it's got its, I know it has its 
faults as as uh, as a nation in its some of its economic policies in our current government administration and things like that. But I still feel that this is one of the better countries in the world to live in and we are blessed beyond measure to to be here and not and not live in some situations and places. Like yeah. like this we're we're really really blessed. Oh yeah. Our countryside is beautiful. Our people are friendly and wonderful and warm for the most part. And, you know, but, but I know, but that is true about a lot of places. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm grateful for this. I, I would defend the country if it came to it, but I'm just, I'm just not a zealous Against who? patriotist person. Cause there's some kind, like if America attacked us, it'd be like, <laughs> oh no, I'm a conscientious objector. Cause I really want to be American. Well, that. <laughs> But if Russia came here or China, I'd be like, oh, no, fuck this noise. (laughs) I'm picking up arms. So I'm only patriotic to a certain degree. To a certain degree. Yeah. I mean, are there other places in in the planet I would rather live? I don't know if rather is the right word, but if there there are other places in in the planet, I would be happy to live and would not feel like a traitor or anything like that about going to live there. Yeah. You know, like living in certain places in Texas, hell yeah. Oh yeah. Idaho, hell yeah. Like there's, yeah, there, there's parts places. Parts of Montana. Parts like, of Montana. Oh. Like, yeah, like I would, I would happily be American. Um, it's not like I'm sitting there like, oh, I wish I was American. I wish I had Ameri- certain American taxes. <laughs> right. Rather, rather than ours. I think some of the tax policies of states is better. But even so, I'd, like, I understand why Texans are zealous for Texas. Yeah. I understand why, like, people in Florida are like, yeah, we got friggin' Florida, man. Like, we're we weird. We're weird and we're proud of it. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, I understand understand things like that. The the overall zealotry over the huge conglomeration of country, that is, seems strange to me, but. It is. It is very, very strange because what we have in common with our our, our, our region is, is, is a lot more than we have in common with our, or sorry, we have more in common with our town or city than we do with our region. We have more in common with our region than we do our province. We have more in common with our province than we do our country. But for some reason, our greatest loyalty normally goes, I say normally because you're the obvious fucking exception, where our greatest loyalty is to our country. I have very little in common. I hate most of BC because of the socialist douchebags down on the island and all that stuff. The NDP, the Green Party people that, you know, I have zero in common with. But I love this province because it's so beautiful. But, but even so, so but even so, if you went and lived down there, you would find people you have much in common with. Mm-hmm. You would find people who think the way you do. Yes. You just may not be the predominant people, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's just one of those things where like, I'm, I'm grateful for the space this country gives for us to live the way we live. Yeah. I resent certain ways in which it inhabits or, or in, in the way it hinders certain things or the way it celebrates yeah. as like, as a government or as a nation or as an institution celebrates things that I vehemently disagree with. Like there's, so like there's kind of this mix of, yeah, there's this mix of love and hate. You know, and you in, should have that if if you if you are have your blinders on of this is the greatest country ever all the time and no other country is like this. You're not looking, paying attention. Maybe maybe you're not being critical yeah. <laughs> about what your country is really about. 
And I know Canada, I disagree. This is something I'd love to talk about. I disagree with our, our governance so much. It's, it's almost unbelievable how much I disagree with our government. But for some reason, I can still be proud to be part of this country. Is yeah, it possibly our, that? I mean, our, our country's history and identity is bigger than just the current mm-hmm. party occupying parliament. Mm-hmm. Like we, we do have a culture, even though our culture is vague. Yeah. Right. Like it's, this, and that's one of the things where I'm like, you know, like patriotism in this day and age is, is weird because it's really what patriotism used to be about was about kind of being for your for your for your country, or not just for your country, it was more like for the way of being that this nation you're a part of is for its culture, for its god, for your neighbors, for your king, and you know all these things that all kind of played into each other, right? So like, I can understand the kind of the the tribal the tribal zeal for yeah. that, and but we live in a different world where a lot of those things that were a lot of those things that were binding elements that created that tribal love have disintegrated. And so now is there's like patriotism, at least to me, it seems like a leftover. It seems like a leftover clinging to what we used to have as far as those binding principles and binding elements. So those aren't there, but it's kind of like holding on in remembrance. Yeah. So patriotism is almost like, it's almost a ghost. Oh yeah. But I think I think it's a necessary ghost. That's the thing. What what's what's what do you see as better, having a patriotic view of your country or a oh yeah I live here? Because I actually see the the I am happy to be here. I want to make it better. I want to continue to to contribute to this society. Or the uh, what's happening in America right now on a lot of fronts of this is the worst country that was ever created. We are unique in our evil and horribleness. Even though everyone wants to move here, we have a, a, a crisis at the southern border of people trying to get in while simultaneously this is the worst country in the world. Yeah. No, I, I see what you mean. And I don't want to... Yeah. Uh, Okay, yeah, I'll just say I see what you mean and to answer your question, yes, it is better to have it is better to have a national loyalty than have nothing. Yeah. Like not just it's, nothing, it's, a nihilistic view yeah. of your country of this is the worst or, shithole or even, among shitholes. Or shit even holes. just even just pure apathy is still not a good thing. Yeah. Right? Like it's It's one of those things where put in its right place patriotism is a good thing. Yeah. You know, in some ways, like marriage is an icon of the relationship that, that uh, Christ has with the church. Patriotism is a good icon for, for us to understand the relationship that the Christian person has to the kingdom of God. Yeah. Right. So it serves a, it serves a very important purpose in illuminating that relationship. And that, can't be there unless you take the illuminating symbol seriously and participate in it, mm-hmm. right? So that it's important in that way, as long as it is not made an idol above. Like the American flag. The American flag, they, they have idolized that flag. That's, I, I have a certain respect for the Canadian flag. Like I was taking down this like Canadian flag banner that we had at our, uh, 
uh, over the weekend. Somebody put up this thing of these little flags, and they're nothing. They're literally dollar store stings. And I couldn't throw it out. Like, I took it down, and I'm like, I don't, I, that's why I don't buy it. I don't buy this stuff because I think it's garbage half the time. Well, simultaneously, once I have it, I feel a certain responsibility for it. I'm like, I can't throw this out. Mm-hmm. This is not garbage to me. And so I, I, I'm not saying high reverence, but at the same time, I don't see it as nothing at all. So I'm like, oh, I hate that. <laughs> I, I no, didn't but buy it's, it, by the way. But it's, it's, but it's a good thing, right? Like it's a good thing to have that pause and, mm-hmm. and know that there are higher things than just the world isn't reductionistic, right? It's not... Yeah. Cause like you can just, you can just be nihilistic about everything Oh yeah. Um, or apathetic about everything. It's better to care about something, even if you don't understand why and wrestle to figure it out and then put it in its place than it is to have nothing. Yeah. And I think that's a, 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 a dangerous place to be is the, uh, just burn it all down all the time attitude. Yeah. Where there are people out there that do that. They're, yeah. They're... To, to think, to think of nations in the mindset of being iconoclastic, like icon destroyers, like that's a bad place to be. Yeah. Like you're, you're not just going to destroy, you're not just going to do, destroy the ideal that you think you're destroying. You're going to harm people. You're going to, you're going to create collateral damage. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where it's better than nothing. It's better than being iconoclast. Yeah. However, watch out for idolatry. Yeah. Well, I. Or, or. How do you do that in the North <clears throat> American sense? Because they, I'm sorry, but in, in North America, we have idols everywhere we go. We, we create idols. We create these, uh, idealistic uh, hierarchy of. We value this thing above all else in a lot of ways. We put it to our, as conservatives, we, we see the conservative party as, as so much greater as, as liberals do the same. And, and uh, LGBT is like, oh, this is the most important cause of all causes. We put things on pedestals all the time instead of, you know, dealing with, uh, I don't know, just making ourself and our, our, our family better or our, our town better. Just by being and contributing. I mean, maybe that's just a human nature thing though. Like, uh, needing, needing a higher, needing a higher calling in order to draw you into being better mm-hmm. as a smaller unit. Right. Cause it's, in some ways it's kind of like, like Russian eggs, you know, or like a turducken. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. Like, like there's, there's layers of hierarchy that inform the layer above and layer below. Mm-hmm. So to just abdicate all sense of the greater thing you're devoted to would give you a, or at least run the risk of dissolving the ideal that you want your smaller function to, to, to -hmm. function like, or your smaller, your smaller unit to function like, right. To think of it like a fractal, right? Yeah. Like if something is right, it's fractally right. And the bigger you zoom it out, it, it all makes sense. And you zoom it in and it still looks the same. Yeah. If something is wrong, like really, really wrong, it can be fractally wrong, right? Like, so, you know, maybe some of the reason why, maybe some of the reason why our families are like so dysfunctional now in comparison to how they used to be 
maybe that is a result of losing some of that greater ideal zeal. Hmm. Like maybe, maybe there's a, you know, co- correlation doesn't always mean causation, but there's a relationship there. Yeah. So, you know, perhaps, perhaps something like patriotism or like national pride is an ingredient in having a society full of healthy families. Mm-hmm. Not the cause of, but an ingredient. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. Where where it's it's it contributes without being the the end all be all, because a lot of people they think that oh if I let go of this one small thing I've lost everything else that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. Where that's where some of these people they need to buy American for American because if they if they they stop doing that one thing. Well, everything else is going to crumble underneath it because it all it's contingent on me doing this one thing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that idea of buying American to support America, like on one hand, it's a big ideal, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of this tribal loyalty of like this is our stuff and like we're making it good stuff. Like in let's let's support that. So that is the that's the bigger frac- fractal, you know, shape. But when yeah. you go down. I mean, if you're spending your money, you know, like, you know, buying American for America, you're spending it in American companies. You are spending your money supporting American families that are working for these American, you know, companies. Yeah. You like, if you, if you take away, if you take away, you know, Chevrolet or Chrysler or something like that, you destroy Chicago. Sorry. uh, Uh, Detroit. Detroit. You destroy, like... Look, look at Detroit. (laughs) Yeah. Look at Detroit, right? Like that's not a healthy, that's not a healthy society. Yeah. Because the overall, the overall idea of what America can be and produce and invest in has been abdicated to other places. Yeah. And into foreign markets and foreign interests and all those things. And all of a sudden you don't have a place that is thriving in a way that can provide food on tables and safe homes for young families to grow up in well-adjusted ways. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you, you, have a, you have a dead city. Yeah, you have a dead city. And dead cities, I mean, maybe there's potential, like like the edge potential for cool stuff or, or new things to happen. But in general, it's a lot of broken families yeah. is what it equals. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's one of those things where like, yeah, like there's a fractal breakdown that, that trickles down to real people. Yeah. And, and when so, all you, oh, so when in all. that way, the patriotist like desire to spend money on American things, it, it, it fract- yeah, like that contributes to actual families being healthy and being better. Yeah. But somebody has to take a loss because sometimes you like, oh, or like either the, the upper echelons need to see, okay, if we're going to pay these people a decent wage so we can provide a product for a fair price that people are actually going to pay because they know that they can get a better product overseas somewhere else uh, and that's going to be longer lasting or whatever. It's like we might need to take a loss on our top end as, and, not, and to continue employing people to keep these families, to keep this city thriving. It just mm-hmm. wasn't worth the cost and look what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, so patriotism does have a cost, right? Oh, like it does. It, it has, it has a cost that sometimes cuts against your maybe personal desires or short term thoughts or gains and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. Like there's actually, there's, there's, there's a real value <laughs> to, to a, 
a degree of loyalty to to your society. I 100% agree. Like, yeah. And, I, and, it, and it's more than just idolatry. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a, uh, I hate using this word, but greater good, both to your pocketbook and to the people around you. Like, it yeah. might cost you a little more. Mm-hmm. So it, it requires sacrifice and devotion and loyalty and, and brotherly love to people you don't even know. Yeah. But, like, those are good things to require, and those are good things to sacrifice short-term gain for. Yeah. But what do we do when it when it's presumed evil? When you look at some of these people who are, it's like, oh, you're patriotic, then you must be evil because you want this system in which I view to be evil. Like, because there are these anti, anti-fascist, Antifa people who are like, we are against fascism, we are against this. And if you're a patriot, you're for the fascism. And it's like, well, they, they've never experienced fascism, most of these people. It's a fear tactic of... I mean, every age, every age has its, its rebellion. <laughs> you know, every, every age has its, its counterculture or it's, you know, those things. Like, I mean, that's kind of a part of being as part mm-hmm. of society. You know, it, it doesn't always come out roses all the time. And no, but some of these people and are when not... It, when, when, it, when a system isn't perfect, it produces dis- disaffected people. Yeah. But some of these people are not actually purist in thought like they're not anti-fascist and they are i know these people personally i'm not saying i know of a person who knows a person i know people personally who have gone to riots to fuck shit up they're anarchists and they're like no i'm just here to burn shit down i don't care what the riot's for i don't care what the protest is for i'm here to fuck shit up mm-hmm. oh here's a video of me throwing a trash can through a mcdonald's yeah. uh, in ottawa I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. I know the people throwing the trash cans. It, 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 some people just want to see shit burn. So I'm not talking about those people because they're just they're they're just yeah. looking to see so, the world. Yeah. Burn. So p- people like that that are just functioning for the anarchy. Like I don't know. I, I I mean I guess maybe they're just outside of the paradigm of yeah. <laughs> of even patriotism. But or the anti- thing is, everyone wants like, to anti patriotism is still a kind of patriotism, right? Yeah. Right. Like. Like atheists, like every atheist carries around the body of the God they don't believe in. Yeah. Right. Like they're, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of defined by what they're not rather than people who are just outright chaotic yeah. for, for the sake of chaos. Yes. Like, so that's. Agents of chaos. Yeah. A, an agent of chaos isn't patriotic or anti-patriotic. They're just. They're just like a little, a little psychopath unto themselves that are using this, this greater superstructure yeah. as their playground to cause havoc that gets them off. So I would, I would just say those people don't play into the, they don't play into But the they thing. do because they're the loudest and they do the most damage. Like they're literally there but to, to do damage. I, I know that we those, like to play to this those idea. People, like to those people. There's no, there's no having a conversation, right? No. To somebody who is anti-patriotic or patriotic to a system that is against our societies, like let's say like a Marxist or, or a, a, a communist or, you know, a, a monarchist or something like that, right? Like yeah. somebody who is actively advocating for a different system, that is somebody who I can look at and respect and have a conversation with, even if we're landing on opposite sides of the spectrum of how to go forward and it may come to blows, it may come to war, but it's as two people playing the same game. Mm-hmm. The people, even when they're 
claiming, you know, anti, you know, anti-patriotism yeah. or this is evil or stuff like that. They're still doing something entirely different. Yeah. They're not. Yeah, but the, the, yeah. Like it's, it's a, they're playing a whole different game. Yes. You're, you're playing checkers and they're playing, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like yes. It's, it's not even wrong. Yes. And that's, that's the thing. I know that, I know that I was using the, the, the person of the, the anarchist, but I've met the person on the other side of the spectrum, <laughs> the right wing, wing nut D bag who's like just getting yelly and belligerent. It's like, oh yeah, I was having a conversation. No, not a yell conversation. You were yelling at somebody of show me the tapes or I don't know. They were just using yeah. this very stupid language. And we have those people on both sides and those are the people get highlighted, but they're also clouded in this idea of, oh, this is what the right believes. And they, they, grab parts of what the right believe and they contributed to that person who is not a good representative. Same thing with these, this anarchist friend of mine who he's an anarchist who wants to burn everything down while simultaneously he's anti-fascist and so he's being painted with the same brush that we're getting these anti-fascist, uh, Antifa guys with. It's like he might not be part of that movement but he represents, like, he's, they're painting those same people with that brush. Mm-hmm. So, well, I would I would say that I would say that the superstructure is big enough to accommodate <laughs> to accommodate that. But it needs to accommodate both. Yeah. Because if you just I'm I'm gonna say it now. I'll say it loud. I'll say it proud. Liberals, we need you. Conservatives, we need you. You yeah. need both. Well, I, I, I was listening to the podcast you did with with Vanilla Will, and like, there's times I'm like, oh, you guys are so close to <laughs> saying we the same thing. <laughs> However, like there's jargon that's dividing you, you know, or there is just like a, almost like a, almost like a, like you're almost talking over each other's heads, right? Yeah. And, <sighs> and that's good. Like that was actually a fantastic conversation. I didn't think it was fruitless at all. No. I think, I think that like that was the conversation that you guys were having there, I wish those were the conversations that were having, that were happening in parliament. Yeah. Right. Like that was a fruitful way to try and understand perspectives yeah. and understand different means to get to something, to the same goal, which is a somehow just society. Yeah. Even if there's different aspects or ideas on how to do it. Cause that tit for tat, tet a tet is what keeps things balanced and moving forward. Yeah. Because there's never going to be the ideal person that's the perfect blend of both. Yeah. That'll never happen. Therefore, you need the tension. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there needs to be both. And that's part of part of having a country like Canada or like the United States or or like many great ones is having the tete-a-tete, the push-pull, the two sides. Yeah, but the problem is that the people that – some of the people that are having these conversations – they are the, if you don't agree with me, get out. And I'm like, no, no, you don't know. You need that person. You need people who disagree <clears throat> with everything you say. Yeah. As long as you, as long as you can be civil. And if, mm-hmm. if you can't be civil on either side, I don't care what fucking side you're on. If you can't be civil, you're not the right person to have that conversation. Yeah. And I mean, let's, let's be honest. Some people aren't just advocating different means to get to the same end. Some people in governments or in political movements and stuff like that are advocating for an entire change, <laughs> you know, an entire change that is, that is outside of the society you have. Right. Yeah. And I mean, again, I can respect those people to a degree, but it may come to war between them. Right. Yeah. And if it came to that, I know I would side on one side. Yeah. And that's kind of like, well, 
you know, God bless, but right now we're at war, <laughs> you know, yeah. like right now your enemy, um, this yeah. is, this is something we're going to have to deal with. But I think it'd be a pretty hard thing to go to war over. It would have to be pretty, pretty drastic. Like uh, hearts of our children. I, I kind of get that. How their will, like the, the propaganda, the propaganda they're trying to push on children of this is a healthy and good thing. I'm like, no. Right. Like, yeah, like there, that, there may come a line in the sand when it comes to that element that yeah. puts us, that puts us at blows. With that, that being that, said, that you don't want to be on the side that's It's not, not likely anytime soon, but it's a possibility. It's, this is yeah. the, the chance of it is in zero. Yeah. And yeah, like that sense of, I don't know, that, that sense of patriotism would be challenged in that moment of like, is the country that I'm a part of going to side to my yeah. conscience or to the other? Yeah. And so like, I, you know. We'd be part of the rebellion at that point. Yes, we would. The way things are going correct, like currently, yeah, yeah we, we would be part of the rebellion, not part of, not part of the superstructure. Yeah. Oh, that's weird to think. Yeah. <laughs> Like we would, we would probably be crushed. <laughs> and, and, well, yeah, but, you know, but at the a same time, we would be the true patriots of the people who believe in ideal, something of a fair and true Canadian that uh, Canada. We would, we would that, be representatives of a you know, of a version of the patriotism that doesn't exist for the for the current superstructure, though, right? Like it, that yeah. would kind of put us in a place of like, what is really Canada? <laughs> yeah. What is really? you know, are the Western, the Western society that, that we've grown up with, right? Like we would be, we would be on the side of a version we remember or have a, an ideal built up in that is contrary or divergent of the way it's actually going. I know what I'd do. I'd um, go to America and say that Canada has weapons of mass destruction slash oil. <laughs> America, come on. Come on. You know oh. what to do. We know you know what to do. You've done it before. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and Trudeau's a commie. I don't know. He's got to wait That's for it. A... <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. Wow. Thinking about patriotism, is, is it is an interesting thing. I mean, like I said, like, I'm not a super zealous, like, raw, raw Canada guy. No. But, I mean, it's it's an important thing to think about. The fact is, I am Canadian. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no way around it. It's not something to be like, oh, I'm not Canadian. Yeah, I live here. I'm a citizen. I'm, like, I, I'm, I pay taxes. I'm part of the communal life. Like, I'm. Yeah. Like, I, I, so I, I am. Yeah. I, I've, I've thought about getting tattoos yeah. of the Canadian maple leaf. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Many times. <laughs> oh, no, I 100% wouldn't. No? <laughs> nope. <sighs> I, I'm a little more cavalier with my body, though. <laughs> like, even going to Ukraine, uh, we saw maple leaf trees all there, like, or whatever tree it was. And then we just saw trees with these giant maple leaves. And I'm like, yeah, this this is my fucking tree. And I don't it's like leaf. my tree. <laughs> Stay away from my and, tree. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I was very, like, if I saw that, I'm like, Canada. I'm constantly thinking of it. I wanted to get a Made in Canada tattoo, even though I can't confirm or deny. And I, I just, I wanted that to be like, I am Canadian. Yeah. And the, the in my youth, I loved Canada. I'm like, you couldn't, I was like, we get the best healthcare. We get the best this. We get the best that. And then as I get older, I'm like, there are things I'm not allowed to say. Which means I don't have freedom of speech, which means my any speech I have can be encroached on by my and, government. And, and you and I both know by going to our hospital uh, that we do not have the best health care. Mm, mm. 
<laughs> and it's not that much better anywhere else in the country. That's like, right. I, I know that because there's I, a giant systematic problem with it. <laughs> yep. Huge like, problem with it, Canadian healthcare system. It gets to the point where I hear Americans talking about like, like, oh, you guys have you guys have healthcare you don't have to pay for. I'm like, yeah, oh, but you don't know shit. what you you don't know what you want. Like, they're like, oh, it'd be so great to live in Canada. Why can't we be more like Canada in this way? I'm like, just hold hold your horses. Like, it's let's go to the hospital for 15 minutes and I'll stay there for four hours all day. I know people that spent the entire yeah. day in the hospital. Exactly. You guys have certain certain advantages to this that I mean, yeah, you have to pay to play, but at the same time, it's like there's you have to pay to play with this too, right? Like mm-hmm. there's taxes involved in making this. Like there's there's a chunk out of yeah, your monthly nut that is going towards the system that you can technically access, but doesn't really do you any good. Yeah, and and you're also paying for shit people, like <clears throat> people who make no effort to take care of their health. They're eating garbage all the time, 24-7. It's like, oh, why are they sick again? It's like, well, they're not doing anything. You could do the best job in your entire life, do everything right, and still be paying out the ass for health care that you're not even using because you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. And there's people out there who's like, I'm going to have McDonald's again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So I mean, like, I mean, as you're young, you're like, you're right. We're, we're idealistic, right? Like, yeah. But like, we grow older, we're like, oh yeah, yeah. No, there's problems. Like, we're not perfect. No. We're 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 good. It's a good society we live in. It's a beautiful country. We have space. Pardon. We have so much lovely space and clean oh. air, and you know all these things that that people are complaining about overpopulation. And I look around, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm like, you're oh, talking thank, about. Like, Thank the Lord that I live where I live for right. that very reason. Like it's, I can drive an is, hour away and be in a mountain. Yeah, and be in a mountain, right? Like that's amazing. Like I'm so happy, so grateful for that opportunity to live where I live. Yeah, and to that to that degree, yes, raw Canada, like raw <laughs> the fact that I was born here. Like that's a great accident yeah. or providence or whatever, but it's great and I love it. I'm grateful. I never ever want to sound ungrateful for living here because I'm yeah. not. Yeah. But it's just like the the trappings of zealotry and patriotism just don't hold anything for me. I I, I find that 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 desire or that element of my psyche is fulfilled better other places. Yeah, yeah, and it's really hard to be patriotic when you see fellow Canadians going to jail and being fined over speech and jokes. Yeah, or or seeing you know like the the vast you know majority of your frontward facing culture embracing things that that you can't embrace like it, it's like hard made like yeah there's so yeah many like things. it's it's hard to be patriotic about something like the made program it's hard to be patriotic about the push for like uh, sexual diversity like to the degree that it is it's it's hard to be happy about those things are happening all, all over the place. Like, and, and when that said, this is Canada, like, I'm like, not <laughs> so, you know, right there, like that's a, that, that's a block that, yeah. that keeps me from being like, yes, Canada. Woo. Right. Like it's, yeah. it is something that is a love and hate. There is an element of this country that is, that is deeply rooted in the sin. I'm like, this isn't something that I can get behind and support. Yeah. And yet the country is doing that and saying this is what it means to be Canadian. So, yeah, there's parts of it that that I just can't do. You you know that 
some of the things we've said on this podcast would get us banned. We would, we, we just jokes, serious, whatnot. We have said some things on here that could, if we were any bigger than we are, get us in serious trouble. And I don't think we've said anything that horrendous or terrible. Yeah. Like that's not something that, that's not something that I'm proud of, that's, you know, that as, is far something as, that as far as sucks. our society. And, but it is part of our country. And I'm like, how, how do you be patriotic in a place like that? Ashamed of my government, proud of my country, ashamed of my government. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's one of those things where, yeah, I have a hard time. I have a hard time, you know, um, venerating the symbol, you know, that, you know, of our country that represents so much of that. Right. So there's one of those things when I look at the maple leaf, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. There's a lot of emotion. Yeah. So like when, when people like in the States, like, right, like in, you know, there's a, there's a tit for tat, right? Like there's a pendulum swing for as hard as one thing is, the opposite of it is equal or opposite to, right? Yeah. So like, let's talk about the States, right? Like we, you, you talked about how, how zealous they can be for their flag or for the country or for their, their, uh, national pride and that strength and power that, that force by which they're patriotic for those things the inverse will also be true to the people that reject it or to the people that, <laughs> that are disillusioned with it. Right. You see like the trampling of the flag, the ripping it up, the burning of it, the pissing on it, the changing its colors and, you know, all those things that are done with such flagrancy and, and boldness yeah. by, you know, by the, the, the elements of it that are, you know, the anti the anti-patriots, but that's a reflection of how much, they love, that's a reflection of how much the country is loved. Yeah. Right. Like it's. You can do that. Yeah. Like if, if it were, if you were in any other country, you would not be permitted to do such a thing by mm-hmm. the government, not by the culture. You wouldn't be permitted to do it by the government. Cause it's one thing for the culture to say, this sucks. You shouldn't be doing this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. Like the, the quality of the country for freedom allows for that in any, in not any other place, but most other places in the world or any other time in history, that would be like worthy of head chopping off, <laughs> you know, like, or imprisonment or yeah. sedition, like you'd be faced with criminal charges. So yeah, like the, the country is free enough for you to express yeah. hatred towards your country. That's, I mean, that, that's a really that's interesting. That's the truest level of freedom. Yeah. But what I was saying was like the, the level that people love the country and idolize it is a reflection of, or, or provides the, the space for how much other people hate it. Like, like it's, you know, the Superman needs doomsday. Yeah. Like Batman needs Joker. The, the, the idolatrous zealotry of how much people love America is going to be the thing that produces the thing <laughs> that yeah. like, like they, they have to desecrate the flag that hard to match the love that yeah. people have for the flag. Yeah. So that is muted yeah. in Canada and muted in a lot of places in Europe and stuff like that. Right. Cause we don't have quite that level of, we don't have quite that level of, patriotic zeal that America does, even at our best, even yes. at our most. Yes. We, it's not that level. They have flags and, everywhere. Like they, they, it, it, it looks like they're trying. 
They yeah. they really do in Canada. Uh, yeah, so, so the Canadian flag here. Yeah, I mean Canada Canada Day. There's celebrations all over the country. I mean, like there is there is national pride. Yeah, but it is muted in comparison, and okay. also the res- the anti patriotic response is also muted in comparison to what is it, what it is in in America. So it's like the more extreme you are for one, the more extreme you have to expect the other side to be. Yeah, because <sighs> so having having a, a more muted center isn't a bad thing. So I think that being patriotic is super important or, or having a degree of, of love for your country and, and honor for it is important. Yeah. But keeping that humble and muted is yeah. also going to humbly mute <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, the watch the world burn element in, in, in response to it. It's yeah. It also determines how the rest of the world engages with you because that's the thing you look at some of the ways that they've engaged with america or viewed them based on the the peoples i know that canada has a lot of shitty people that does some horrible stuff overseas and in different countries and and we've not had the best reputation but for a long time we had a great representation of we love canadians they're so nice Mm -hmm. upon late Younger generations and stuff have been doing stupid stuff like touching statues and paintings that they really shouldn't. <laughs> like yeah. it, it, touching on history that they should be just leaving alone. Uh, where America had that representation for a long time. That was, yeah, ignorant Americans, loud, talk too loud. Like they just, that's them mm-hmm. where Canada's kind of taking the mantle in that area. Uh, but if if America could represent maybe an earlier Canada of being humble, I mean, like, yeah, I'm from America. I love my country. It's really amazing. But, but you know, maybe yeah. a little, like, we're great. We know it. But it's fine. We, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Just, yeah, like, you know, that's that's a that's a country ethos I can get behind is kind yeah. of the, the humble and nice, <laughs> like, right? <laughs> like, that's that's a national identity. Everyone wants to hang out with the humble, nice guy. Yeah. They can kick your that ass, knows how to but dr- they're really that, nice about that it. That knows how to drink beer, can tell you stories about wood chucking. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> they this do. sounds like that's a fun so drunk fun. uncle, right? <laughs> like, yes, that's the fun uncle. Yeah. Oh. Like, if we can be back to the fun uncle <laughs> yes. country, like, that would be lovely. With some horrendous war history. I'm sorry, Canada has some great war history. It's so brutal. <laughs> but it's like, we're the nicest people until we're not, and then... Yeah, but I don't know if that still stands today. I don't know if we continue that because um, maybe I'm just not in those circles, so. I'm not sure. Like, I, I know we still have a fairly, we still have a fairly strong religious, or not, sorry, a militant identity. Yeah. Like, a, a fairly strong military sense and, and like, yeah. I, I know people in those circles and I, I, I respect them. Like, I, it, it, it's, it's it's quite the thing to put yourself on call yeah. to defend the country or to go abroad and try and deal with large sociopolitical issues. Like, oh, you know, just, oh. like it's a complicated thing, but it's one of those things that's, it's no light or laughing matter. No. So, but I think Canada still has that. It, but it's like, again, we're a small country though. Like for all the bigness of our land space, yeah. we're a small country and we're a small drop in the bucket for all the, all these things. Yeah. You know, and, and that's something I can also appreciate about living where we live. I, that, I, that's, that's actually like, I, I, I kind of like the fact that on the world stage, we're not such a big deal. I wish people would shut up about all the things Canada's doing though. It's like, oh, Canada's doing this. It's like, we're trying to learn things. 
We don't don't look at us. <laughs> like stop putting us on a pedestal. We've done a few things good here, a few things there, but just 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 let us learn. <laughs> But America, you hear it's like, oh, you hear what they're doing in Canada. It's like, no, no, sh- 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 just hit sh- it. <laughs> let's see if this. Let's see how this works out in fifty years. And then there's the other side of it. It's like I can't believe what they're let happening in Canada. It's like let, let. You think I'm? You think all of us agree? Forty and over fifty percent of this pro- country disagrees what's happening in our government and our, and everything. And you're saying let? No, we just respect the 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 order of government. We do. We don't like it. Nobody agrees with it. A lot of people don't agree. Mm-hmm. And we, but we respect it and we trust that in time it will correct itself. And so I don't like this, oh, Canada's just letting themselves. No, most of us don't engage with that. Mm-hmm. We don't see it firsthand. We're not engaging, like we're not, especially in rural areas, we're not as uh, interactive with our government because we handle our own shit. I take care of my house. I take care of my family. I take care of my kids. I work. I go to work. I come back. And, like, government's yeah. not involved in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I would appreciate if, I would appreciate if our regions could be a bit more self-governing like that, like states. Like, I think oh. our provinces are too big. Like, population-wise, maybe not so much. Yeah. But geography changes how your town or your region functions. Like, yeah what your business is, what your economy is like, all that changes. Well, your taxes and all that. Yeah, they, they change how you function as like either a liberal or or a reformed person or what matters to your community. Like the needs change. There's so many various needs in the space of a gigantic province like like the Canadian provinces that there's no way for there to be any kind of meaningful consensus without yeah. really fucking over, you well, know, the, uh, the other regions. Well, look at the difference between northern BC and southern BC. You go uh, anything past, I'll say Quinell, south mm. of Quinell. That's a that's a different country. Like, yeah, different it's province. a whole different province as far as mentality and culture. Yeah. And it, I say Quinell just, because just of, I've engaged with a few people in Quinell and I see that they're a lot more like the northern part of the province than the southern part. And... Same thing with Calgary and Edmonton. Calgary is a very different city than Edmonton in a lot of ways. Like, it's, it's and they're even more different yet than the the communities that live north of Edmonton. Oh yeah. Oh. So it's it's one of those things where like, man, like we could we could really use for smaller provinces or more states. In, yeah. In yeah. a province that have self governance, because like Idaho fits comfortably into any given region in BC. Yeah. And it gets to handle itself with its own government yeah. that makes sense for that for that land, for that people in yeah. a way that makes so much more sense than trying to couple, let's say, Idaho, Oregon, Washington, and Northern California. Can you imagine trying to make all those places agree on anything? I couldn't make right? North and South California agree on anything. Exactly. <laughs> like it's it's like too big of an area to be governed by a state government. It just yeah. it it produces anxiety, <laughs> you know, and issues. So and that's one of the things that's maybe a bit of a struggle with uh, having a a real patriotic zeal with a country as big as Canada is that it encompasses so much. I like yeah. the fact that I can travel to Newfoundland freely, you know, as a free man, not give passports, go there and commune with my brothers as brothers, in, you know, in the country. I like that part. Mm-hmm. 
But on one hand, it's like, no, I don't want Newfoundland calling my shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as what my taxes or what my what what they're going to teach my kids in in school is and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And no. that does make a big difference on the parliamentary stage. Yep. So it's there's pros and cons. Yeah. It's a mystery. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love that language. They're not going to hear that till next week, too. Yeah. <laughs> You want to hear more about the mysteries? You be listening next week. Uh, yeah, it's a reverse callback. It's a call forward. It's a call forward. <laughs> okay, so uh, I've rediscovered a, a book series by Terry Pratchett called Discworld. 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 <laughs> yes. It sounds like Discworld. Disc world. Okay. Disc world. Okay. So it's a, a whole fantasy universe of like this earth-like planet, which is a disc that lives on the back of four elephants that stand on the back of a giant sea turtle that is floating through space. That's, uh, where, that's we get it, where we get the turtles all the way down. It's turtles all the way down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's a, it's a great, like it's a satire fantasy series. Like mm-hmm. it's all about, it's all about kind of pillaring and making fun of the world. Yeah. And in a, in a, Fantastic, magical way. But one of the things that shows up reoccurring throughout the whole series is these uh, berries that produce a kind of wine that makes you tell the future. The only problem is you, uh, the, these berries and the wine works in reverse, right? So you get the wine and you have to plant, you have have to plant the, the grapes, you know, the season after you drink the wine. But you get to see the future. I forget why exactly I'm thinking about that. Damn it! My explanation made me completely lose the point I was trying to make. I I I I was engaged. I was there. I was like, oh, this is gonna be <laughs> this interesting. Is gonna be good. He's and gonna I, tie it back. I forgot the point. There is a reverse callback. So we're doing the reverse callback. Yes. Okay. The reverse callback. So All this right. is an example of that. I was <laughs> I got drunk off a of remember juice, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so this Never is like this is the callback that is happening before the punchline. Boom. Oh, okay. I was just there, and then you Thank lost you me, saved and now it. we're back. You saved it. Thank you, brother. Oh. <laughs> With that being said, I realize this is a little bit shorter. It's a bit of a long weekend for us, and we just finished recording a great episode that you will hear. So we're just going to fucking call her for tonight. And uh, yeah, be patriotic, but not too patriotic. <laughs> Love your country, but not too much. But not too much. This is right. Think vague, squishy thoughts. Good night. God bless. <laughs>